What's going on, everybody? This is the Basement Sports Podcast presented to you by the College Essential Blog, the essential blog for all degenerates. Uh, I am your host, Josh Miller. You can find me all over the place. You can find me on Barstool, Cincinnati, and you can find me on the Back Row Bengals podcast covering anything Bengals. But today, we're doing the Basement Sports Podcast, which is pretty much about anything and everything, mostly NFL, because that's probably my favorite league to follow. Um, A lot happened. Uh, show, well, not a lot happened. One move happened that you know is is very impactful. It it, it adds to the mystery that the, that is this year. Cam Newton to the Patriots. Uh, his contract is a one year with incentives. If he lives up to it completely, it will be worth seven and a half million, which is quite quite a number for a uh, a guy who uh, has been faltering over the past couple of years and was also let go by the Patriots. Um, this is, this is incredibly interesting. I mean, the Patriots haven't had another quarterback besides Tom Brady for quite some time. Um, I mean, ever since I was like really diving into NFL football, the quarterback for the Patriots was Tom Brady. Uh, but now he's on the Bucks, and Cam Newton is now with the Patriots. Huh? That's just a weird thing to say. It's going to be really weird to see him in the dark blue. I mean, Cam was the Panthers, especially when their Super Bowl run, um, MVP career, every MVP season with them. They began to really falter. His brand lost a little bit of potential, uh, but now he's got a chance to rebuild his his brand, which is which is really exciting because I always thought Cam Newton was a great guy and um, great quarterback. Uh, he just he just after a while. In Carolina, it just didn't fit with him. I mean, Ron Rivera got fired as a coach, um, and it just seemed like this just isn't the place for him. So now he gets a chance to go and rebuild his entire brand, which, which is which is great. You want to see guys succeed, especially guys who have succeeded before and have you you know fallen down and not has had the amount of success that he used to have. Um, so now he gets to go do it with the Patriots. It is a one-year deal. Uh, I think I doubt the Patriots will re re up his contract after. I think they are going to go quarterback in the draft. I think it's just going to be a one-year deal. However, uh, so now now you got to go to was this a mistake on the Patriots' part? And I'll explain why. Or was this a was this a success? So. The argument for it being a mistake is because now the Patriots... Cam Newton is going to get you wins. He is. He's going to get you wins. He's kind of like... Uh, he, over those past couple years, he's kind of like Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton will win you games by himself. He'll also lose you games by himself. Cam Newton is, is, is kind of in that same boat. A little bit more athletic. Probably a little bit better of an arm. Uh, better of a future. So now he's with the Patriots. <sighs> He's going to be working with a, a brand new system, and this is going to be a system that n- nobody's really ever seen before. It's going to be Bill Belichick's offense with a running mobile quarterback with a great, with a really good arm, a really good arm. And so what's so the Patriots basically got two choices. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I'm getting too ahead of myself. Let me go back. So uh, one of the thing, one of the reasons why I think maybe this could be a mistake is because now they're probably going to get a couple more wins than what they were going to with uh, Stidham 
and with that they're going to be high they're going to be lower in the draft and they've also lost a third round draft pick for filming the Bengals and the Browns I don't know why you would film the Bengals and the Browns out of all games you know the Bengals only had two wins and the Browns were six and ten but nevertheless they they got fined and they lost a pick which is is, is going to be pretty big uh, that's a that's a pretty big penalty uh, for the uh, sideline recording. Going to be interesting to see that. So now that that's so now that they have a third round draft pick gone, they're going to have to go quarterback in the first or second round. And they're just they're not going to get a highly touted quarterback if they're going to be you know instead of instead of five six seven or eight like if they pick around there rather than if they pick around you know. 14, 15, 16. Now, you know, that's that's basic math. Both you and I could have done that. It's not exactly in-depth analysis. But the Patriots are supposed to be building for the future. And, and Bill Belichick wanted Tom Brady uh, gone after the uh, Super Bowl against the Rams. He wanted to already start getting ready for the future. And now they're getting ready for the future. However, they're still in win-now mode, it looks like. I don't think Robert Kraft is going to allow them to have a tank season in which they can get a great draft pick. Because the Patriots have just haven't had a bad season in forever it feels like they're just always in the top of the league you know they really weren't great last year and they still went 12 and 4 they still went to the play i still had a home playoff game now they got beat by the titans uh who just looked like they were just you know a superior team at that time they just stopped the patriots uh mike rabel had a great game with that so now you're thinking okay now tom brady's gone um, they clearly were over. They they were honestly overmatched against Tennessee. Tennessee was probably the better team, but the reason that the Patriots had so many wins is because Bill Belichick actually he just knows how to get it done. It's kind of like Mike Tomlin with the Steelers. Just sometimes you just know how to get a win. Bill Belichick knew how how to win. He knows how to win, and it could be with the really bad games where you got to rely on your defense. I mean, he won the Super Bowl, his last Super Bowl win was against the Rams, and they the score of that game was 13 to 3 13 to 3 that is an abysmal offense that's abysmal that that super bowl was was just kind of embarrassing to watch but nevertheless they got it done that's what bill belichick does so with that being said now they have cam newton and one of the things that i was thinking was bill belichick was getting ready to shape for the future so they get ready to make the next tom brady you know they're gonna throw stidham in there now, is he the next Tom Brady? Probably not. Um, but at least they get a chance to either, you know, if they see Stidham succeed, then may, then maybe they keep him around for a couple more years and they don't have to go quarterback in the first round. Now with Cam Newton, it looks like, I, I heard Colin Coward say this, and I could see some merit behind this uh, take. Uh, you could see that, it looks like the Patriots are going to try to have a running quarterback uh, and and feel it out for a year before they draft one. Now, if Cam Newton goes out there and gets you nine or ten wins, then you're not going to be able to get a highly touted quarterback. You're just not. I, I mean, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence are going to be probably either pick one and two or two and three or one and three. They're going to be in the first round. I mean, even if they you know, have an okay year next year. I, they're still they're still going to have be very highly drafted. But now the Patriots are going to take themselves out of that spot. Now the Patriots, I don't think, are very go- are good enough to win a Super Bowl with Cam Newton. 
that would be really interesting. And honestly, just like, I mean, if that happens, you're just going to look at it like, what the hell is this league if Bill Belichick can take this Patriots squad and take them to the Super Bowl? Which would be ridiculous, and then it would just be unfair, and, and Bill Belichick would be uh, cemented as the greatest coach of all time. It won't even be a question at this point. So, but now here's a question. Is Cam Newton going to fit to the Patriots offense, or is the Patriots offense going to fit to Cam? I wrote a blog about this, and you're seeing a new wave of coaching where the offense is going to be fitted around the quarterback rather than the quarterback fitted fitting around the offense. Uh, you saw that you saw this begin really with uh, Sean McVay and the Rams. I mean, Jared Goff honestly, he's honestly just an average quarterback. He he, he had an average rookie season and, and then he had a really good year because Sean McVay created created an offense for him in to mask his deficiencies as a quarterback. So when you do that, now it's going to be harder for the defense to pick that up and they can't key up on certain plays so much. They can't key up on certain deficiencies. Like let's say Jared Goff has a problem staring down his receivers. Uh, usually that'd be you know keyed up. But now if you fit the offense around, okay, he has a problem with staring down his receivers. So let's do quick routes. Let's do uh, more running. And uh, you're going to see a lot greater success. Uh, I think this is what the Bengals are going to do with Joe Burrow. They're going to fit that offense around Joe Burrow. So now what are the Patriots going to do? So you have Bill Belichick, who you know is, is the greatest coach. I mean, he's got six. There's just nothing more to say about him. You already know. Is he going to fit his offense to Cam Newton? Who's going to bend the knee first? Now, obviously, I think if Bill Belichick says, like, we're not changing our offense to Cam Newton, I think Cam is definitely going to switch and do his best to fit to the Patriots' offense, but that's just not him as a quarterback. That's not him. You're not utilizing the best attributes of Cam Newton, which is running the ball, um, a lot of play action, misdirection, uh, him running the ball, and him taking some deep shots. You know, he he's not an incredible... He doesn't have an incredible deep ball, but he does he does hit for home runs. He does throw the ball deep. Uh, he, so if you can get some misdirection, you can get some deep receiver help, uh, the Patriots can really have a good year. However, they just don't have a deep threat. The Patriots receiving core is was fit for Tom Brady, was fit to have these medium routes uh, for you know drives that are 10 plays, 12 plays, 11 plays, 11 plays, 12 plays. 13 plays. Just long drive. Cam Newton doesn't really do that. He's more of a more or less like a four to five play offense. Take some deep shots and and get in the end zone as quick as you possibly can. So these are two incredibly different, you know, offensive minds coming together, and that's going to be uh, very interesting. Now, I do think Cam Newton will succeed with the Patriots. I think he'll do better. Uh, this year than he did his past couple years with the Panthers. And um, because, I mean, honestly, when he was at Carolina, he, it, it was almost like he was wearing out his welcome. And on, and a lot of people, including me, thought a change of venue, change of setting would be great for Cam Newton. Now he gets it. He's going to Foxborough, and, he, and he's going to uh, have an, an entirely different setting. It, it's It's the greatest in the NFL right now. I mean, six Super Bowls, uh, that's ridiculous. Uh, now, the potential of the Patriots probably isn't as high as it has been over the past decade. 
But still, you're going to a team that has won six Super Bowls in the past two decades. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. So, I, I don't see, I don't see why why Cam can't succeed there. I understand that there's going to be a lot of uh, of questioning because of just how different they are. Now, if 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 Bill Belichick can find a way to figure that out, then that then that would be that would be number one unfair. It would be unfair. But in all in all honesty, so the in terms of betting, uh, the over under on their season is sitting at not the line sitting at nine. And that I just checked that today. That's Sports Illustrated. Uh, so I mean, Cam is he gonna get you nine wins by himself? No. Is he gonna get you three or four by himself? Yeah. Probably, probably he can definitely get you one or two wins where he just kind of carries he just kind of carries the team and wins it by himself. But I mean, does he get him to nine wins? I don't know. But, but do the Patriots want to get to nine wins? I understand that like a lot of Patriots, oh, oh we're not gonna we're not gonna tank, we're not gonna tank. Tanking is probably you're gonna be your best option. I mean, I, I'm sitting here as a bang I'm sitting here as a Bengals fan who we had we went six and ten, seven and nine, six and ten for three straight seasons. That didn't help us out at all. No draft, nothing. So I mean, we would consistently not get the first five picks. This is the first time we got the first five picks in in quite a while, and that's because we went two and fourteen. So if the Patriots get nine wins. I mean, I, I think worst case scenario is the Patriots get nine wins. And back into the playoffs, and then lose in the first round. That's the worst case scenario for the Patriots because they're still trying to build for the future. They're old; they need to get new receivers. Their defense is pretty damn good. Their running game is pretty good, but their receiving core is not great. They have they have a question mark at quarterback. They just do. I know Cam Newton's probably going to start this year, but they still have a question mark there. They they don't really know what they're going to do after this year. So it's going to be very interesting. Uh, the Pats last year were okay offensively. It didn't look like they were great, but it feels like the scheming one, just schemes that help those wide receivers get open. Uh, they were they were 15th in total offense. Uh, they had 25 passing touchdowns and 420 points. Nice. Um, I mean, they're sitting at nine. I I don't I don't think the Patriots are going to that. That might honestly be a push. I might see a push there. I would say they're either going to, at best case scenario, they're going to push. Realistically, they're probably going to go eight and eight. They're probably going to be right at that line. And I think they're going to have some struggles early in the year. And because they they still don't know, but once they start getting used to it, Bill Belichick starts you know really understanding what he has in a quarterback. Uh, then they'll probably pick up some wins towards the end. But again, is that what you want? Do you want to go nine and seven back into the playoffs and lose? I mean, if you're a Patriots fan, Cam Newton's only on a one-year deal. It's not like he's this is a two or three-year-long project. This is right now, and I, I think the Patriots dynasty and, and Robert Kraft are, are trying to, you know, keep the dynasty. Keep the, that's what I'm trying to say. Is they're trying to keep the dynasty going. But I don't know if that's the best case scenario for them because they really do need to start focusing on the future. They do need to have a bad season at some point so they can get draft picks and and uh, get rid of some cap space by trading away uh, some players, releasing some other players, and then signing other players in free agency. They need to start building for the future, and they're just not doing it yet. I, I really don't know in terms of 
the organization in the terms of the next five years that this was a great signing. However, I do think for just this year, if you're looking at just this year, I think the Patriots did get better. They definitely got better. Kim is a far better quarterback than Jared Statham is. But again, if you're looking at the next five years, it's not great. Um, Nine is a big number. Nine is really a big number for a team with such uncertainty. I think best case scenario, you're gonna look at it. You're looking at a push. You're looking at a push uh, at nine and seven. I mean, you're they're in the AFC East, which which has gotten significantly better. Uh, but the Buffalo is gonna be really good. Miami is still a question mark, but they got a lot of cat space. They got a lot of room to move. They just got two of Tug of Viola. Uh, they, they, they it, you know, the Jets are the Jets, but um, I mean, they still they still are gonna be playing in a, a tougher division than they have. For quite some time, I mean, for for the longest time, the Bills were terrible, Jets were terrible, and the Dolphins were terrible. So it's like, yeah, no wonder they won the division. So now with the team with uncertainty, they're sitting at nine. Uh, I, yeah, realistic, realistically, I'm looking at an eight and eight, uh, seven and nine season. If you want to go for over, I don't think that's a bad bet. Um, I don't, I just don't see it happening right now. I think maybe you know a couple games in. And I, and I see that you know if they go two and one or three and zero, oh, maybe change my change my you know vote on it. But for right now, I'm looking at a push or an under. I'm probably taking the under on that because throwing a push is a that's a hard number to hit because they got to hit exactly that. Um, all right, so that's Cam Newton to the Patriots. Uh, I got I got one more thing. The the NFL is deciding to or is is moving a plan to block off the first six to eight rows of uh, every NFL season, uh, every NFL stadium. <sighs> okay, okay. I mean, there's so many question marks with that. Number one is why. Do they, do they not want the players to high-five with the fans? And if that's so, I think you could just have a, you could just have a rule where the, the NFL players aren't allowed to touch the fans. And then they won't. They'll just walk off. But now you have to deal with, you know, all the teams uh, and their season ticket holders. Because mostly, if if they're a season ticket holder uh, down in the first six to eight rows, they've probably been there for the past 15, 20 years. They, these are fans that have dedicated their lives to this team. And now you're just telling them that you're not going to be able to have season tickets this year, I mean, that's total BS. I, I don't think you can do that. I honestly don't understand what the point is of doing this. I mean, there's just going to be... It's football. When you're around a bunch of people, th- there's not going to be social distancing, especially at a football a football stadium. Sometimes you just kind of... I mean, we talked about this with the college guys, or with the college teams, is that they're just going for herd immunity. They're going for herd immunity. So... When that when that happens, you know it burns through and then it's gone. Yeah. So what what do they want to do? Do they want the players to not touch the fan? I mean, they're already high up enough. They're not going to be. They're not. They're not going to be touching the players. I. I. And I mean, I mean, this is coming from you know Cincinnati. You know Cincinnati fan. You could probably move those six to eight rows somewhere else in the stadium. But if you go to Lambeau Field. 
uh, people have had season tickets for. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like a 90 year waiting list. It's it's for to get season tickets. It, it's it's like my, my god. So what are you gonna do with those guys? What are you gonna do with that? Them with Green Bay that sells out every game. Where are you gonna put them? You can't. You're not gonna be able to tell a fan who's had season tickets for 10 to 20 years that he can't go to the game because they're gonna block that off. You're not gonna be able to do that. That's it, 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 it's it's not gonna. You're gonna get a lot of backlash with that. Honestly, I think that this proposal is probably going to get shot down. I don't I don't think NFL teams are going to really like this. I don't think owners are going to like this. They don't want to see that happen. They don't want to deal with fans. I think they're going to move to not have this to not have this happen. And I think um, I think they I I think they're just going to they're going to have to think of something else cuz this is not going to happen. 6 8 rows, that's a that's a lot of people. Now, if they did the first and second row, okay, I can still get with that. That's less season ticket holders out of their money. That then, sorry, there's a fly in my studio dash bedroom dash basement. Um, I just think it's I, I, I it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. So, we'll see what happens with that. Um. Uh, Jordan Spieth did not win the Travis Cup, so we lost money on that. Not good. Not good. Um, I think that's uh, about all I got for today. It's really a short show. Um, I try to keep it short. and You guys don't want to listen to me talk for one hour, two hours about, you know, whatever the hell I want to. You know, you could see me do that in stand-up, but I'm not going to do that to you right now. So we'll see what happens. Um, it's... <sighs> Man, I, I, I don't know I don't know how that plan's gonna work. It doesn't make any sense to me. If it makes sense to you, I, I want to hear why it makes sense to you. I want I want to hear some opinions. Change my mind. Uh, by the way, Kyler Murray is going to be a but. You know, yeah, I, I'm gonna finish the show out. I'm going to explain that tweet. So I got slammed because I tweeted out a meme, the meme of uh, change my mind. I put Kyler Murray is a bust. I, I I put it out there. You know, I, I put a na- a face to my opinion I'm, I'm going to do it now let me explain what i mean by that kyle murray did hack did get uh offensive rookie of the year however uh, what what rookies was he really really going against that was that was so that you know that we're going to really challenge him i mean lamar jackson wasn't a rookie um patrick mahomes wasn't a rookie it's not like he's going against them I mean, who is he really like really going against not many. Um, now, he's a, he, I really he, he's a good quarterback. He's not going to be great this year. I'm not picking him up in fantasy. And the reason I say this is because now teams have a year of film on you, especially on quarterbacks that are like this, that have these one-year spurts, because no one really knows how to stop them. They're just, because they're so different than, than what everybody else is used to in the NFL over the past you know multiple decades. And uh, now a lot of quarterbacks are different. There's stand in the pocket guys. There's rushing. There's guys that uh, go are running quarterbacks. Uh, guys that are old. Guys that are young. There's a lot going on with this uh, this quarter the quarterbacks this year. I just don't think Kyler Murray is going to survive a year. I mean, I know the Cardinals got DeAndre Hopkins, 
okay. Their offensive line was terrible. Their defense is terrible. Their team itself is terrible. Their organization is not good. I don't see. I don't see him having another year. The de- the defenses now are going to shape their entire defense around stopping Kyler Murray. I don't. I don't see that happen. I, I don't see him ha- repeating the year that he had. They're saying that he's going to be a top five quarterback. I, I don't think this guy. I think he's going to be a, a you know, uh, eleven to fifteen, eleven to fifteen somewhere around there. I think he's going to be like that of a quarterback. I think the Cardinals are going to go six and ten. I mean, they really haven't done a whole lot to really like, you know, shape up the offense around Kyler Murray. So that's why I think he's just going to be a bust next year. I think people, a lot of people are going to draft him, but I think he's going to throw a lot of interceptions. I think he's now going to be pressured more than he ever has. I think his running stats aren't going to be very high. I think now the defenses are going to key up to how to stop him. I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't see him repeating this year. I don't see him having an MVP year. Teams now have a year of film on him. I mean, it took the Titans one game. To learn how to stop Lamar Jackson. I mean, remember when RG3 came here? RG3 had a better rookie year than Kyler Murray did. And now he's he hasn't started in quite a while. And I don't even know what team he's on anymore. They're very similar. They're very similar. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand like why that's such a bad take. I think it's a I think it's a good take and I think it's gonna happen. That's my opinion. Kyler Murray is it's going to is is going to have a bad year. I I personally think so. The defenses now are going to stop him more and more. The offense around him didn't get significantly better. They got DeAndre Hopkins, but DeAndre Hopkins is old. He's been in the league for a while. They, you know, he's he's a great receiver, but the rest of the receiving core didn't get that much better. The defense didn't get that much better. They're, they're going to be the same team. But now Kyler Murray is going to get stopped more. People know how to play against him now. They're not going to change the playbook in Arizona drastically. They're still going to have him be the running quarterback that they need him to be to eventually throw the ball deep. But now if, if you can... if Now they're going to game plan around you. And... And then that's it. And then you're looking at you're looking at five and eleven. You're looking at six and ten. You're looking at bad stats for Kyler Murray. It's the same reason why I think Lamar Jackson isn't going to have the year that he did last year. Well, number one, that that's almost generally impossible because he had a, Lamar Jackson had a phenomenal year. So I mean, he's in a different, really a different boat. I still think Lamar can can be a top ten quarterback. I just don't. I don't see. I think Kyler Murray's ceiling is is a is the eleventh best quarterback in the league. That's his ceiling. There's a game plan around him now. The de- the team around him didn't didn't get significantly better. That's why I personally think that that's going to happen. All right, that is it for me. We went uh, oh we went pretty long today. We went 27 minutes. Uh, great, uh, good episode. Uh, I will see you guys next week. Uh, the next podcast will probably be released on Wednesday because I am going to. Florida on Thursday. Thank God I actually get to get out of Ohio for a little bit. Gonna go to the beach, uh, staying with uh, my girlfriend's roommates, uh, staying at their uh, beach house. It's gonna be really nice. St. Petersburg, first time at the golf. Uh, so we'll see that how that works out. Uh, we'll still be active on Twitter. We want to keep growing the brand. We're still going. Um, 
really appreciate all you listening. Uh, I love doing these. I'm going to keep doing these. I don't care if you don't like how I sound. I'm going to keep doing them. And uh, hopefully keep building the brand. And uh, let's keep it rolling. Let's keep making some money. When Now, let me explain. When sports start coming back, uh, like domestic sports, I know EPL and Bundesliga and, and Syria and uh, you know all the soccer leagues are coming back. My problem is I don't know enough about them to really make a great like prediction on who's going to do what. I mean, I, I did once with, with the Bundesliga. I picked BVB and, of course, uh, FC Bayern Munich. And when I started reading more and more, I understood how rigged the league is for FC Bayern Munich to win. And I shouldn't have said anything about BVB winning. See, now that, that destroys my reputation. The reputation that I never had. Anyway. So when uh, when sports come back, the gamb- gambling lines are going to come back. We're going to talk a lot more about gambling. But right now, we're, I'm just trying to whatever I can do to uh, you know keep the uh, keep the show rolling. So thank you so much uh, again. Next week next week's podcast will probably be released Wednesday because I'm coming back on Tuesday, uh, and that's going to be tough for me to uh, go back and forth. Might do a live look on the beach so you guys can see where I'm at. Uh, my name is Josh Miller. You can find me Back Row Bangles podcast, which I'm about to do right after this. Uh, you can find me at the Degenerate Life, uh, the Degenerate L1 on Twitter. Uh, you can find my blogs, the College Essential Blogs, uh, and that's the Essential Blog for all gamblers. Uh, got brand new, at, brand new blogs uh, almost pretty much every week. About two or three times a week, there's going to be a new blog. So, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.